<laughs> so for people who may not know you, you know, where are you from, you know, your background and, you know, how you were brought up? Uh, so my name is Zaina. Okay. My nickname is Zizi, right. uh, Zaina Hassan. Um, and I am, I was born and raised in Dubai. And I came to America actually in December of 2008. So I'm pulling up on 11 years. Wow. I actually just became a citizen just yeah. a few months ago. Okay. Um, but my mom is from Sudan, from Khartoum. Okay. And my dad is from Egypt. He's from Cairo. All right. So that's my little background. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so what made you come to the States? Uh, I came here on an academic scholarship to attend Towson University for undergrad. Okay. And then I just decided to stay. Well, I renewed my student visa. I decided to stay. did my master's at University of Maryland um, Pharmacy School. And then I did uh, my also my PharmD rotationals at John Hopkins University. Okay. So um, then you decided you wanted, you know, to jump into yoga, right? Mm -hmm. So... When did you start, you know, your company and what, what made you, like, what's your, what was your why for, for doing it? So I started my company about four years ago, uh, February of 2015. Yeah. And it was around Super Bowl that I was kind of fed up of being in a hospital setting, working 16-hour shifts, mm -hmm. and um, I just wasn't very happy, okay. and I didn't feel like I was really fulfilling my purpose and living in my truth, mm -hmm. um, and that is when I had already had this yoga license that I was just sitting on for a year, okay. and yoga licenses are not cheap to attain. It was almost $5,000. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was. I was just paying off what the loan that I took for that right. and it made no sense not to work in the field so my trainer at that time mm -hmm. um, who is still my mentor Myron Flowers shout out to Milo uh, so dear to my heart and he's like father figure he said well why don't, why don't you teach yoga you know why don't you do something that would change your life as far as your happiness goes right. And I was like, okay, I'll play with the idea. And I did. I flirted with the idea initially. Right. Um, I went into a session. Um, it was cultivated a session around athletes. And we didn't tell them it was yoga because sometimes yoga has a stigma to it. Okay. Especially when it comes to athletes. They try to, like, not shy away. It, no, yes, shy away from it. Yeah. Um, sure, yeah. it. It tends to be a little bit difficult. But not if you're with the correct instructor. Mm. It's not. Right, right. <laughs> I promise you. Right. I've been in it for four years, and that's the first thing. That's the first rebuttal people usually say. It's like it's so difficult. Mm. Um, so my why, mm. just to backtrack, mm. is to um, be more relatable okay. and allow everything that I'm teaching mm. to resonate with what you're intaking. Mm. So breaking it down to the slim, simplistic form, mm. um, and I think that's why I've held on to what I my pursuit for so long. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we went into this yoga session. We said, Hey guys, we're this session. We said, Hey guys, yeah. I'm just going to teach you guys how to stretch. Okay. And they're like, okay, cool. And then 50 minutes later, your top athletes, Stefan Diggs, Vernon Davis, yeah. Tori Smith, just to name just a few that were right. in there in the session. I was like, well, you just did 50 minutes of yoga <laughs> and yay, you know, they loved it. And then that's when we just ran with it. Uh -huh. And 
And that's when I knew I had something that yeah. no nobody in the DMV has really attained right, right. at least four years ago. Now there's so many cool mm-hmm. yoga instructors that work with athletes. Okay. Um, and salute to all you girls. Yeah. You're amazing. And guys, you're amazing. I don't know. I only know you. <laughs> oh, no, there's a few. And they're really good, too. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, so let's talk about when you started your business you know i feel like everybody you know wants to run their own company Mm -hmm. and that's that's awesome that's great but like what you know i feel like i don't know what was the beginning process like when you first started because you know it's always hard for small businesses yeah Yeah. especially for a woman in like a male-dominating field right women of so many different minorities (laughs) black african muslim not a citizen (laughs) so many hoops and loops and you know what just to refer back to that Mm -hmm. now that i am a citizen i can actually apply for grants within my Mm -hmm. business prior to that i i couldn't i couldn't get a grant for my business i could get a loan right but not a grant because i'm not a citizen of the united states that's interesting Mm -hmm. you know that's that's so hard like i feel like Cause when I was overseas, I was like, "Man, how can I get a visa overseas?" Yeah. So like, how like how how was it for you? The transition. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So it was a culture shock initially because I did come from an Islamic country, an all girl school, uh-huh. where women were treated as second class citizens, right? Mm-hmm. So meaning, uh, the the male figure wherever you are in that in that household or in the school or whatever it is yeah. always has the upper hand yeah. uh, so to come to a country where freedom was such a privilege and it truly is right and a, and a beautiful one too that no one should take for granted yeah. um it, it was a culture shock it was yeah. a culture shock to be around the male sex like the different gender of sex yeah. and to actually converse with that it was it was interesting to um build relationships like core relationships and and with these with different just uh <laughs> approaches yeah. but still remain to like my core values which are huge mm-hmm. and my morals and mm-hmm. you know what I my upbringing mm-hmm. um so to be in that environment especially yeah. as a yoga teacher it was hard I'm yeah. not gonna lie yeah. um especially coming from like pharmacy you know where all I knew was mm. A salary. All I knew right. was a monthly income that right. was consistent. Yeah. Then to dropping down. So my first three years, uh-huh. I did part time. Okay. I would work full time as a pharmacist, a uh-huh. clinical pharmacist. Right. And then I would work maybe ten hours to twenty hours a week teaching yoga. I was exhausted. Yeah. So when I finally took the leap of faith was mm. in May of 2018. Okay. I said I was going to cut back all completely okay. on uh, working in the hospital setting and just pursue yoga full time. Wow. And it's, knock on wood, we'll just pretend. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, been, it's been great. Now, yeah. Yeah. In a business, it fluctuates, especially right. financially. So that's why especially if you're in the industry as far as like the athletic industry yeah. you have to have multiple streams of income meaning mm. mlb nfl mm. nba mm. soccer yeah. high school college use yeah. and mm-hmm. but then they can't there can't they it came to a point excuse me yeah. that i was um running myself so thin because i was all over the place literally all over the place mm. so that's when i started to hire other individuals to help me teach. Okay. 
Yeah. So. And the company is slowly growing. Yes. So we have amazing yoga teachers that work for me okay. and work for the company that help with the kids, the high schools that I couldn't attain. Right. Um, the, the, the universities that are out of my reach because I live at the end of the world and yeah. they're all the way in like Baltimore or Towson. Wow. So. Yeah, like that's why I wanted to ask you. You work with so many universities and I'm, I'm glad yeah. like, you said that because I was wondering how do you do it all? Like, I don't. <laughs> I initially did. Yeah. Um, I don't anymore just because um, there are different opportunities away from Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. Mm -hmm. that I'm tapping into as well. Right. So um, I first started off with University of Maryland's football team. That was my first college. It still is. Okay. Four years later. All right. Um, so I have their athletic department, um, Morgan, and then Hopkins and Howard, and just all these bunch of schools. But Thankfully, I'm not the only one doing it anymore. So yeah. um, the com my company actually sends different individuals to wherever there is applicable. Mm -hmm. So if it's a yoga teacher in the Baltimore area mm -hmm. and we have a set schedule for two weeks in advance, mm -hmm. boom, here you go. I need you to cover this, this, this. Right. If I can't make it, you're seven. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So, like, what was that process like when you... Did, how did you reach out to the athletic, you know, departments? It was just like network, you know, knowing uh, the right people, right place, right time. Or To be honest, all of the schools, yeah. um, majority of them is because I either have a professional athlete that recommended me to their coaches okay. or social media. Okay. Okay. I can't tell you yeah. how many co how many coaches have reached out to me via DM or in a camp space, like mm. Quinn's camp or Will yeah. Barton's camp or... Right any of those type of big settings, mm. they've reached out to me and said, hey, listen, we love what you do. I think it'll be really core and essential for our athletes right. to include yoga as number one, a tool for injury prevention and then just longevity mm -hmm. and a clear state of mind, a peace of mind. Right. And that's pretty much it. Wow. But social media has a really, it's a gift and a curse, yeah. a gift if you know how to use it. Right, right. And um, as long as you stray away from negativity and all the hoopla you'll yeah. be fine <laughs> yeah so that's that's when i first saw you was at quinn cook's camp yeah and uh you were running you're doing like the stretching and all that getting the kids ready so <laughs> and i thought it was so cool because i was like yo they're doing yoga like yeah. it, was, <laughs> it was cool um, yeah so it's so you, funny yeah like how did you approach that like so i started with quinn when i first started yoga <laughs> there are two people that i can say that um, have really helped me grow. Mm -hmm. uh, and I owe them all my love and, yeah. and like their family, they're my brothers, yeah. was Stefan Diggs and Quinn Cook. Okay. Um, and they, they just took a chance on someone that they assumed and they thought would help them. And, and I literally did, that was like yeah. my pitch. Yeah. At the end of the day, look, look, these are the stats behind it. Okay. They're factual. And this is how I would like to approach it with during your season and during your off season. Mm -hmm. And if you feel that it's helping you, we can continue. And if it's not, we can go our separate ways. And so far, like four years in, we're still good to go. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's when me and Quinn build a really close relationship. And his sister is one of my best friends. And mm -hmm. his mom is really close to me. Mm -hmm. um, and he asked if I could teach the yoga for the kids camp. And... I was just like, yeah, why not? It's an incentive. I've never done kids. Yeah. Um, but I do have the license for it because it's like okay. different yoga licenses okay. from adult to like youth. Okay. Um, 
and that's and that's how we started yeah. and it's so funny after that everyone hopped on yeah. like in the dc area because right. then i started to get different uh professional athletes like hey we'd yeah. love for you to stop by our camp and <laughs> all these camps that i do with yeah. every single camp for the last four years is free Okay. And the reason why I do it is because I don't get to work with kids very often. Mm. And it's just the way of me giving back to the community yeah. wherever I'm at. Oh, so awesome. I think this year I had seven and yeah. I taught all seven of them. Wow. All se- oh, this year, this summer, I had seven of <laughs> seven camps and I taught lot. all seven of them. That's a lot in the summer. Yeah. yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. And yeah. the kids are somewhat receptive. <laughs> but yeah, they're kids. <laughs> you got to keep it fun and light. Right, right. Yeah. So all the professional athletes you work for, like, I know it's a long list, but if you could just like name, I don't know, 10. <laughs> oh, 10? more than that. <laughs> um, whew, from the area? Or in general. Okay. okay. Uh, I guess we'll start with like, NFL because there's so many different like, right. yeah, yeah. teams um, and then yeah sports uh, okay Stefan Diggs Tori Smith who's amazing mm-hmm. um, Rudy Gay okay where I guess I'll just name from area okay Rudy Gay uh, Ricky Harris Kevin Palmer Stanton kid who's like family well all everybody I mentioned is like family yeah uh, that's like the Baltimore area. Oh, Marcus Cousin, he's really awesome. And then um, DC Quinn, mm-hmm. uh, Quinn Cook, mm-hmm. uh, Victor Oladipo, mm-hmm. Jeremy Grant. Let's see who else from the DC area. Uh, Team Durant. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's so many. <laughs> it's so. Oh my God, yes. Vernon Davis. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's I would I really have to look at my phone. <laughs> that's crazy. So yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. The Diggs family because both of his brothers are well. One of them just got signed today, actually, to a pretty cool NFL league. It's called the XFL. Okay. Um, and shout out to Derez and then Trayvon. He's gonna, easily going to be a number one draft pick, and I'm speaking into existence. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah. the the everyone's pretty much like family. How does that feel? Like you, that's your family, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. I've, so the Diggs family, I've known for a while. So I've seen them, well, I've known them since they were in like middle school and high school. Wow. Uh, So to see them progress to where they are, it's just nothing but love. Like even Quinn, like I've seen his, his journey, you know, while he was in the, the Canton Charger, Canton Charge. Yeah team can charge yeah I, 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 I don't remember their name the g league team yeah, I know yeah. What you're about. um but yeah like we went to go see him play in brooklyn like wow. and i just saw him like and how his perseverance and just right. his ability to uh, continue and follow his dream and mm-hmm. just look at where he's at today like those are great stories yeah. um and to be included in a little bit of it even if it's just like the 0.1 percent mm-hmm. it's just an honor and mm-hmm. i'm just so grateful so yeah seriously so what what do you do that people don't what is that people don't know about you like everybody knows that you know you do yoga but um i i play keyboard so like piano yeah and uh a guitar and i'm actually in a band 
alright. So is the band in the area? Yeah, we don't have like a name specifically. Okay. These are, um, and I love them, but we've been in Towson. Well, we've known each other since Towson, and like for our, for my downtime, I don't necessarily like to do yoga. Okay. <laughs> I like to do things that are not actually like require so much physical activity, even though you know, obviously, keyboard and piano, yeah. uh, or keyboard and uh, guitar. But um, yeah, we love we love to make music, and I'm okay. huge on music. And if well, you've been to a yoga session with me, right? Mm-hmm. My playlists are always so dope, and yeah. I will pat myself on the back because I love music. I feel like it's a great way to express yourself, mm-hmm. and for individuals, other individuals, individuals to express themselves. Mm-hmm. So um, just being able to be creative in that essence is yeah. always like pretty peaceful. So what's your what's your favorite song? Or what do you like to play on the keyboard? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I'm feeling it by Jay-Z. And it's okay. actually, like, so dope on yeah. the keyboard. Like, oh, man. The melody you. is just pretty harmonic. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> that's so cool. So so when are you coming, when are you coming out about it? Like Oh, like, coming out in, about it? I don't know. I don't know if I could do all that. <laughs> I feel like that would be so... I'm not that confident just yet. I mean, I could probably... Like, my, my close friends know all about it. Yeah. Uh, but, like, post something on social media? My goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just... Uh, I mean, maybe one day. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, all my close friends know. So, my God, you're making me feel hot now. <laughs> you're making me blush and shy. But one thing I will add, just to go back to the yoga, shout out to Lululemon. Um, yeah. I've been I've been with them for a while. And they're such a phenomenal company. And if it's one piece of advice mm-hmm. or one um, little nugget, compassionate nugget you can take from my, my story is, always work with people who really trust and believe your your journey, your vision. Um, and they did from the start, from jump four years ago. I, I have established an amazing relationship with them. Okay. They're a great company yeah. and I'm sponsored by them. Yeah. And um, I have them on right now. I okay. always have them on. <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll hook you up. Uh, and um, for sure, they're amazing. And um, yeah, just have a company that really like believes in your passion believes in your truth mm. and move forward yeah. yeah so yeah about that your sponsors on yeah who else are you sponsored by and then how did you go about it is that like another networking thing or like social media like so lululemon um i developed a relationship with the georgetown location okay um and specifically I pretty much just walked into the store I just introduced myself yeah. and I said hey listen I'm a yoga teacher in the area and in, right. in um in the DC the DMV excuse me area I live in DC mm-hmm. it'll be nice to you know just keep a relationship going and what I did was just um try to promote them as much as possible by having a lot of events at their store, hosting a lot of like, and I still do it to this day. Okay. I'll do a lot of my privates, yeah. uh, pri- like with my professional athletes at the Lululemon Georgetown because there is a loft upstairs mm. um, and then introduce them to the team, to the okay. staff okay. and build that relationship with them. And okay. I think in February we had a, a 25 athlete session uh, uh, at their loft upstairs. It was 20, anywhere between 25 to 30. It was all NFL players. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I know a lot more than 10. <laughs> I just, my brain froze. <laughs> but, um. There's so many. There's yeah. So many. Oh, my God. Rodney yeah. McLeod, Coleman, uh, Jerome. Yeah. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, those are my family. Stuff. My bad. <laughs> and shout out to Toby. You know, I did mention Myron, and Toby was also a really good part of my growth as well. Okay. He's introduced me to so many different individuals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back to that. I just established a good relationship with them. After that event with those 20 to 30 athletes, yes. um, they had asked me if I wanted to come on board yeah. uh, into the Lululemon family, and I loved it. And yeah. I mean, I did a bunch of other stuff like throughout the nation, so like in LA and New York and stuff with the company. Yeah. And that's been that. And then um, I'm a partner with this line called agoji and agoji are resistance band pants okay. that help you with your performance and i everybody should check them out all my athletes all my pro athletes have a pair and okay. they really help them out as far as like performance agility speed um and so forth and uh saint james uh, the saint james is a pretty cool facility yeah. in springfield virginia yeah. so we have them at the at their uh store at their retail store um, and then Sunset Raw, I am their ambassador for, um, it's a vegan, organic, black-owned uh, juice and smoothie bar. Okay. And they're based in Baltimore, and um, they're family, um, and that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. So, if someone else who wants to, like, be in your position. You yeah, know, and, and for sure accomplish what you accomplish what what would you tell them like what advice would you give them oh man uh i've got so many no's okay you know to get to where i am today mm. i've i've had so many doors shut shut closed mm. and took the key and turned it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time with that many no's it's mm. so interesting how many uh blessings that come out of that mm. so one thing i will say when you are a sole owner of a business, yeah. do not take those no's as you're done. You know, do not take those no's as a, a downfall because it's not. It's right. just energy to fuel you to, to your next step and maybe to like shift your focus towards something else within that business. Right. Like I've had teams say, no, we're not interested, but uh. individuals from that same team from those teams yeah. with an S yeah. have reached out to me on their own. Okay. And um, so that's just one example. Yeah. Um, I've had different uh, brands uh, decline, you know, mm. sponsorship or decri- decline starting to, uh, um, starting to establish a relationship with them. Yeah. And now that, you know, I'm on board with Lululemon, those same companies are reaching back out to me, mm, you know, so, yeah. and it's, it's nothing wrong with that though. Right. You know what I mean? Like I understand the business in it and the humility in it. Mm. And that's one thing I will say, like, that's mm. key. You have to remain humble in this because mm. it doesn't happen overnight, True. you know, True. and building the relationships, not only with these companies, but with the professional athletes, it's a whole lo- level of trust. Yeah. You know, and yeah. at the end of the day, you're helping them in their career, mm-hmm. and that's instilling a ton of trust within you. Mm-hmm. So you have to be open to that. You know what I mean? And, and set those boundaries and set those limits and pray, mm-hmm. um, because those again do not happen overnight. Yeah. You know, especially in in, in the athletic industry, men, women, kids, colleges, mm-hmm. pros, all that. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. so keep a good reputation um, and, you know, just do right by yourself mm-hmm. and by your morals and values. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's deep. That's real. <laughs> yeah. And um, I wanted to ask you, so like, you seem like you're very passionate about ap- athletic performance. For right? sure. And so why why did you choose, you know, why did you choose that? Like, what did it hit? Like, it clicked. Like, yeah, I'm going to focus on that. Um. So, I knew in my mind I did not want to work in a setting where I was behind a foreclosed wall, right? Because yeah. I'm leaving the hospital, right? But I'm not leaving the hospital to go work at a gym, yeah. you know. So, yeah. and and it's nothing wrong with that. Again, like I do not want to to sound derogatory yeah. at all. Yeah. But in my mindset, like I just I just couldn't. Um, I just didn't want to be in an area where I wasn't free or where I didn't feel free. And the freedom that I have right now, yeah, it may be a huge pay cut from what I was getting, mm-hmm. but essentially within my soul mm-hmm. and with my pure happiness, I'm in, I'm in a way different space than mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I chose athletes is because of the relation, the really close relationship I had with my, with my trainer, who's my mentor now. Um, and he just helped me like, connect the dots, you know, and it's just like, okay, you know, all these people, you're friends with X, Y, Z, you know, I just listed what, 30, whatever, why don't you do something on your own, and it's, and and it hasn't been touched, and I was just Mm. like, okay, cool, and then I just wanted to know how it would resonate after that one yoga session with that group, Mm -hmm. and because they loved it, I knew I had something something special and again it wasn't attained for at least in the dmv area right and so how important is it to have a mentor you know oh man i have three now okay it's huge and i and they're on speed dial (laughs) like and it and if they don't pick up i'm calling i'm blowing up their phones i don't blow up anyone's phone i'm not that desperate but if i need to talk to somebody if i need like clarification Sorry, I didn't mean to bang on this. <laughs> I'm so animated. But if I need clarification or just like, again, like attaining a peace of mind or just mm-hmm. if I'm shifting towards the wrong direction, because I'm human, mm-hmm. we're a human, yeah. you know, and of course the model is tunnel vision, but we fall off track, yeah. you know what I mean? And when, once we fall off track, it's good to have someone to hold you accountable. And that's what a mentor is there for, you know, um, and man, I, I couldn't do, I, I wouldn't be where, where I am without all three of them just because it's a good way to keep you stabilized, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. And just, just focused on the true, the true goal. Right. And that is to build an empire, you yeah. know, and, and, you know, just try to be as like grateful and successful as possible yeah. in it. Yeah. So your um, <clears throat> your immediate family um, are they here in the states? Or are they overseas? So my parents are overseas. They're still in Dubai. They still live in the house that we were born and raised in, uh, which is an amazing house. Um, Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we li- We don't live in like downtown Dubai. Okay. We live at, like maybe twenty minutes away. So think um, Washington D.C. and Bowie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right now. Okay. Yeah. So um, so we live in like suburbia. It's called Sharjah. But um, my parents are there. They have a house in Howard County. I have an older brother who's in India. I have another brother who's there as well. And then I have my two siblings that live in Howard County. One's in law school and one's a pre-med major. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so 
you know what I want to ask you what are your what are your goals what are your future goals I know you accomplish a lot but you know I know you always want to do more so yeah yeah oh man it's just to for sure build an empire around like everything that I have accomplished now and just to like somewhat create a path for Muslim Middle Eastern women or African women who are less privileged when it comes to freedom Mm -hmm. um and to be able to just show, like, show and tell. Like, hey, if I was able to do it and I know we don't have these type of capabilities in in our countries, yeah. but if I'm able to accomplish something here, mm-hmm. my goal is definitely to take this back home. Okay. Because eventually I feel like the laws will become a little bit more lenient mm-hmm. to when women are allowed to be free, like in Saudi Arabia. Right. Uh, just recently, women were allowed to drive. Women have not driven in Saudi Arabia since the country has been formed, and that's almost like 100 to 200 years old. Wow. But just recently, I think it was last year, that they passed a law that women are now allowed to drive right. in Saudi Arabia. So it's just like, we come from that environment. We come from an environment where women are allowed are supposed to cover their hair yeah. um, and their body with abaya and robe, which is nothing, again, wrong with that. You choose to do what you want to be mm-hmm. and like how conservative you are mm-hmm. just and how far you go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, just to be able to just, again, show and tell and yeah. be able to inspire women that do not have the upper hand or yeah. are, are treated as second-class citizens. Um, that, yes, if I can do it, you can do it too. Yes. I was gonna say you're that inspiration. Like, oh, so <laughs> how does that how does that feel? Like, you know, just being that you you're the one percent or maybe less. You know, I don't know. I don't know numbers. I'm just saying. Like, no, for sure. You're you're the exception. So like, how does that feel? <laughs> <laughs> A little overwhelming, but like so grateful because I I think the relationships I've established with people mm-hmm. who have truly gotten who have truly believed in me that has gotten me to this place Mm -hmm. you know um and that is and that's key you know uh nurturing and fostering those relationships are key Mm -hmm. relationships with my friends that are golden that are so supportive in my career Mm -hmm. uh even the relationships with my family who are not as supportive but I've learned now that they will support in their own way Mm -hmm. and there's a there's a huge significant difference between that. Mm. Um, your friends, people who really support you do not support you in silence. That's mm. one I do believe in, okay. whether it's even a, a little text, okay. you know, uh, to push you, to motivate you, because words of positivity really go a long way. Right. And I'm huge on that, yeah. you know, and I try to dish that out to everyone as much as possible. Everybody says this, but yeah. I'm super corny sometimes, but, but that's my personality. That's who I am, right. you know, mm-hmm. and I can't change who I, who I, even when I'm teaching, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it comes out, but that's, again, it's that's, magic. I think that's why I've had, the same consistent people for four years, mm-hmm. the same consistent universities, the same consistent mm-hmm. students. Yeah. Every year, I have more and more camps to do. I started with Quinn's camp yeah. in, 2004, in 2015. Yeah. I had seven camps in 2019. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. And they're all free. Yeah. You know, so like, yeah. that's just my way of saying like, thank you and giving yeah. back and just being around these people and, and what they love to do and their camps, the majority of their camps are free. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just, it's an honor that you would invite me. You know, it's an honor that you trust me enough to teach kids 
you know, and <laughs> kids by the hundreds. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Especially like Queens kids. Yeah, it yeah. went from like, I think, what, 50 the first year to like 400 yeah, this year. So, yeah, that just, that to me is, that's, that's a very humbling reward. Mm-hmm. Very, very humbling reward. I will say this, though. Yeah. Um, I did just get nominated to do For- Forbes 30 Under 30. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Like, shit. literally yesterday. So... You're sitting next to a legend. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> I was 10. <laughs> Quiet. So, um, I'm grateful for that. That was, that was, yeah. that was a very eye-opening experience. Like, hey, like, okay, I'm doing something. Yeah. I'm moving. Because, again, back to the goals, like, you know, we have tunnel vision and mentorship is huge, as we talked about earlier, right. um, that will keep me on track. But again, like, it's hard. It's yeah. not easy. Oh, for sure. You know, and I have my moments, my moments where I'm not as confident or not as, mm. uh, not as bright, mm. you know, but to have someone to put you in check, yeah. it's like, it's, it's automatic love and uh when i get like emails saying hey you're nominated for xyz i'm just like wait what yeah. i just did the u.s black uh commerce yeah. chambers office like a, a month ago and when when they, <laughs> they reached out to me i was like do you have the right person <laughs> oh, there's no other zayna hassan it's zz yoga <laughs> in the dmv and i was just like oh okay yeah thanks <laughs> i i you know i don't mean to sound like rude but are you sure? Yeah. You know me, like yeah. It's, it's so super, super humble spirit. Yeah, for well. sure. And then Facebook like did this like gift for me, and yeah, it was. Please use it, guys. It's zz hashtag zz yoga. <laughs> so yeah, that's awesome. It's that's cool. Awesome. It's cool. So you said like you know, it was it wasn't easy. Like it's not easy to get to where you are. Hmm. So. Absolutely. You have an experience or a moment you thought it was the most difficult time, and you know you trying to pursue you know this dream or this this career of yours. Um, I think the most difficult time was when I had to make that choice of leap of faith. Like, hey, you're making X Y Z at the hospital right now, being a clinical pharmacist. Right. They start off at a six figure salary, and I'll just be honest. Yeah to hey you're not happy doing this and you can't keep burning yourself out working 60 hours a week literally 40 at the hospital and 10 to 20 teaching yoga yeah um how do you want to move forward because your happiness is key you're in your early 20s uh, i'm sorry (laughs) mid 20s (laughs) i'm still holding on to it (laughs) but Heavy year left, but <laughs> that's why I was just like, wait, thirty under thirty? Oh, okay, okay, I'm I'm straight. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm in my mid twenties, and you want to stay this way for a really long time, mm. just to appease, you know, things that are from my my tradition, my culture, mm. my background, yeah. just to appease like the family of PhD holders that we have, the doctors, the parents that I have, the yeah. surgeon and X, Y, Z. Am I doing this really for me wholeheartedly, mm. solely, or am I doing this for them? Wow. And um, when I had to make that decision, and actually when I broke that decision down to my family, like, hey, like this is the step that I'm going, um, it was kind of hard yeah. uh, because not having um, 100% supportive uh household yeah. is tough yeah. 
you know, and especially from the culture that I've that I come from, from my home country, mm-hmm. again, to lead to go a different route than what the than the expected norm is yeah. and what the society back home expects. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's hard when you don't have a lot of support. Yeah. Um and uh I'll say this my friends have been A one. Yeah. Like my friendships are golden. Yeah. Um and they keep me grounded. They yeah. really do keep me rooted. Yeah. Um and then my mentorships as well, my three mentors that are amazing. So yeah, going through that that dark circle, that yeah. sorry, dark circle, that dark um, moment, mm-hmm. uh, but having that support circle uh, is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, but persevere. You know what? When I quit, um, it was is it, the financial difference is is huge. Yeah. You know, because you got to eat at the end of the day. We all do, right? Right. And uh, we that don't guess. live in in the most. Uh, we don't live in the most. Uh, we live in the wealthiest area of America. I will yeah, say that I you know agree. the DMV area. It's yeah. not that cheap. <laughs> no. So to survive out here, um, I had to make a choice. And for a long time, I'll say this much: for probably the first year, I was teaching everyone for free, okay. literally. But again, I had a supplement. Yeah. You know, I had pharmaceuticals. I had I was at Hopkins, and then I went to MedStar in Georgetown. Right. So that was my supplement. So I was fine. Mm. But then as soon as I started to um, take this on full time is when I was okay, listen, I was just very honest and mm-hmm. very vulnerable and mm-hmm. transparent with everybody mm-hmm. across the globe. Okay. And everyone will tell you my prices have not changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, te- I, I and they're not expensive, like, but I, 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 um, I price everyone the same, right. you know, right. from pro the same. Mm-hmm. Of course, college athletes have to be a little different. And then they, you know, because yes. you have to understand everybody's everybody's budget mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and financial needs and that's it exactly. <laughs> yeah all right so i just got sorry two more. no you did talking it. your head off no, this, is great. <laughs> this is great stuff um two more questions sure um so you mentioned something about you know having multiple streams of income for sure um how important is that and you know how does that help help you be successful you know? um so i have i have to be honest um Multiple streams of income, meaning when I was working at the hospital setting, I made sure I had a savings because I knew where I was going with the yoga, mm-hmm. you know, for my personal uh, vision. Right. Um, so I, I made sure like, hey, listen, if ends all, uh, if, it, if it comes down to it, you have this, mm-hmm. you know. Thankfully, this was three years ago. I haven't touched my savings since then. Like I've touched it as an inputted money in it, not taken out. You know, so that's key. Uh, Having like that financial literacy and having someone to explain to you how you need to invest from now, whether it's in yourself, whether it's save, whether it's you know real estate, whatever the case may be, that's huge. So I'll say um, one of my best friends is a financial advisor. Her name is Manal, and she's helped me from the beginning and budgeting you know what i mean and try not to live more than your means right um so that's key uh is saving that and then if you can tap into other markets like i'm in school right now i'm at columbia university and i'm enrolled into a naturopathic holistic wellness holistic medicine program um, because at the, at the end of the day it really does entail to what i'm doing as far as being a yoga uh teacher okay um, it's a four-year program. I just started, yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> um, but I'm in school. I'm in online, sorry, online classes, and then one meet session a week. So I'll travel to Columbia, to sorry, New York every week. 
Uh, I'm there Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and I teach my yoga sessions while I'm out there too, and then try to come back. So that will be my second stream of income outside of building the empire of hiring different yoga teachers, working with different schools that I could not get to, um, universities and then different pros, and then trying to even take this, what I've established here, to different states. Yeah. Like, that's huge. So. Yeah, yeah. And if, you, if I'm able to do it, why not? Right, you know, right. If, and if you can't, if it all else fails, yeah. come back. You yeah. Know, like, <laughs> I come from, again, a country where this was not even a thought, right. you know, or an idea right. to, to this. Like, one thing in America, you guys have so much freedom. Mm. And literally freedom in every essence of the word. Just like hearing you talk about that, I, I feel like we take it for granted. Like, not on uh, intentionally, yeah. but it's no, like, for sure. just hearing your story is like... Because if you came to Dubai or Saudi Arabia or anywhere in the Middle East, yeah. just let's just talk Dubai, because Dubai is a little bit more westernized. Right. You will still feel that ripple of culture difference, of culture shock, mm-hmm. that ripple effect. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a completely different world. Mm-hmm. And that's just the most, that's the most westernized country, maybe Lebanon. But um, go to Saudi Arabia, you're, you're literally, whether you're an American citizen or not, whether you have that passport or not, it's taken away from you Seriously. because you have to abide by their law. Let's say you go to Saudi Arabia today, right. you as a woman have to go right. and cover up. And, mm-hmm. But that's, that's, the, that's their norm. That's their society. So you have to respect it, right? right? Yeah. That's just one of the things. Now, from a business standpoint, as a woman, I can't, I can't go out there and teach universities yoga yeah. or high schools or even pro athletes because they have like a soccer team that's very well yeah. known in the Middle East. Well, that's their thing is soccer and, of course, basketball, like overseas basketball and so forth mm-hmm. um, and cricket. But like that's it would have been so hard it would have been like so many hoops and loops to get to and it's not worth that wow not when it was not easily done here it was still pretty difficult but it's um the resources here were available Mm -hmm. openly available all you have to do is just build trust and and genuine like sincere love for everyone so yeah yeah. that goes a long way that's amazing. That's amazing, like, you picked it up and you figured that out because I feel like it's people here that don't know it. it's about trust. It is. You know? It goes a long way. <laughs> because, okay, look, what is it at the end of the day to you? What's more important, the check or the loyalty? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And the loyalty, and even though you may, and again, like, my prices are not that high. Like, mm. I've, I've heard yoga teachers that, mm. and, I, you know, the teachers own charge a lot more than what I do and I have a 200 hour certification a 500 hour certification a kid certification a prenatal so like pregnancy yoga I have five certifications so I could easily charge xyz but I don't Mm -hmm. because to me is fostering those relationships to me is continuing to build with four years of professional four years of relationships with professional athletes from all over the world Mm -hmm. all over the not just the DMV. Yeah. I have guys in LA. I have guys in Minnesota. I have guys in Portland, in Denver, yeah. you name it. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I have a company, Lululemon, that's based in Canada. Yeah. That sponsors me. Right. You know, so 
It's, it's not just local. Like right. it's it's where do you see yourself five years from now? How do you see yourself growing? Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself leaving a legacy behind? Because when someone says Zizi, mm -hmm. Zayna Hassan, Zizi Yoga, mm -hmm. I just want it to be a solidified name. Yeah. And that's that's what you work for at right. the end of the day, right? right. That's that's yeah. we need to inspire is make sure when you leave this world and enter the, the next world that people have nothing but good things to say about you and that's mm -hmm. where i where i think is like vital yeah yeah that's good sorry no you're good. <laughs> talking your head off no, you're we can do this all day <laughs> <laughs> so last thing any anything else you just would like people to know about you oh man um I'm like super corny, but like fun corny, you know, like, I and I'm, that corny. I mean, I'm, I'm a goofball, like if, because that's because you know me, you know what I mean? But like people who say like, oh my God, I see you on Instagram, but I didn't know you were this funny in person. I'm like, yeah, I'm super funny. Instagram is just Instagram. Right, it's like, right. it's not like I'm posting videos of myself being like this. So this is yeah. cool, you know, yeah. for me to like, hey, this is the real me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not what's behind like, the camera and the poses. Right. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm, yeah, I like to read. I'm an avid reader. Everyone who knows me knows this. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm big on personal development books mm -hmm. and like stuff to really make you feel wholesome and, and great on the inside as well. Project that energy out to people. Yeah. Like that's, that's my thing. Um, yeah. And then like keyboard and guitar. And then I'm a girl. Like I, I'm very girly. Yeah. <laughs> so I like like makeup, hair, sometimes heels. I have a terrible bunion. Well, two bunions. I, I don't T M I. But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much it. Alright, well <laughs> you have you have a lot, like you've done a lot and Thank you, again, you. like you're definitely an inspiration like, to so many people you probably don't even know. So Aw, thank you. That means that means a lot, yeah. but we're just going. You know what I mean? Like the journey is not over, and, mm. I, and it's funny you say I've done a lot. I always say I don't think I've done enough. Mm. But if I can backtrack from today of last year, like 2018 and 17 and 16, okay, yeah, I do see the growth, yeah. <laughs> but it's still not where I want to be. Right? You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, just you know, yeah, your story is the same. Yeah. Never, Never. You always have to be humble and hungry. Yeah. Always. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, girl. I really appreciate it. Seriously. <laughs> oh, thank you for well, having this, me. This was so much fun. This is an honor. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and uh, that's that's pretty much a wrap. Um, so thanks for watching Talks with Tay, and uh, stay tuned for what we got next.